0: Hi, I'm Ariel. Hi, I'm Bethany. We're sisters and Asian American millennials bringing you the AMB Timber House podcast every Monday. Come hang out with us while we talk about topics that catch our interest, the Asian American experience, and everything in between. Welcome to the pod. Hey, yo. Hey, Jim. How was your week? It's been a long week. But here we are, it's recording, it's Friday, and I'm, oh, uh, I just wanted, to, like, I just wish that busy season was over, but then they extended the tax deadline to May 17. I know, I saw that, and I was just like, oh, like, I, I didn't even really think about it, I was like, oh, I'm happy for everyone who procrastinated, but then I realized that means your tax season's going to be way longer, and... Ugh, I'm sad for you. I'm sad for me because we don't even get to chat often these days. I know, I really hate what COVID does to my work-life balance. Yeah, but it's still better at this new company than your old company, right? Yeah, today I left at 4.30 and I was like, I'm oh. gonna go home. And they're like, yeah, okay, sounds good. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yeah, How's your week? Um, it was... Pretty good, actually. I went from a really easy rotation, my derm path rotation, and I'm on ENT now, which is near nose throat, which is traditionally like a really busy, heavy service, but I think it's like spring break right now. I feel like because we're not in school anymore, I don't know any of the holidays. But I guess, like, it's spring break, so a lot of the surgeons, the EMT surgeons, are on spring break with their kids, like, taking vacation. So it's been light, because if they're not doing surgery, then we don't get business from them. So it's been lighter and less busy, which has been really nice, because Derm was super chill. And I was really worried about having a rough transition. So it's been good that it's been a little bit lighter. Um, Yeah, you got lucky, it seems. Anyway... I have a surprise for you. A surprise? A lot of surprises. You're going to react in live time. Oh my gosh. So open your phone. I'm going to text it to you. Okay. Okay. It's a picture. Okay. And it's something that happened on the internet this week, but I pretty like, I'm 100% sure that you have not seen it. 100% sure. Yeah. And it's hilarious. So prepare yourself. Okay. Okay. I'm ready for it. This man on Twitter, he post a picture of his cereal, and I just sent you a picture. Tell me what you got. No, I have seen this. Ah! You are 100% sure I haven't seen this. I even took the poll. I took the poll. Do you think this is crumbled up sugar, like crusted up sugar, or shrimp tails? Okay, for reference, we're looking at a picture of someone who just opened their cinnamon toast crunch, and there are two shrimp tails. You don't know about this? Like, Literally, you must be really living under a rock because even Bethany knew about yeah. this, and I was so sure that you wouldn't know about it. Yeah. So he was saying, like, these are shrimp tails. And then they came back to me, like, no, like, sometimes, like, the sugar just gets crumbled up and it's like gets like bunchy and stuff. And it's like, clearly, it's shrimp tails. Oh my god I'm trying to find the tweet where they said it was sugar like it was the way they said it was like so official like oh we looked into it and multiple people told us you know this can just be an accumulation of sugar at the bottom of the bag but it's like clearly a shrimp tail. Yeah it's like okay maybe we'll like link the picture or something so you guys can see these shrimp I just tails posted on her Instagram and Twitter oh my god it's so funny I was dying but it's a hundred percent shrimp tails sugar consolidating at the bottom of the bag could never look like this yeah sugar could never sugar could never be a shrimp tail. <laughs> I just it was so funny I was dying I was like oh my goodness what is going on and their company is just like a mess like whoever is doing the PR is just like a total mess like oh yeah what's happening like yeah they try to gaslight him into thinking it was sugar if they just like fessed up and were like oh my gosh we're so sorry and then just like gave him like a bunch of free boxes of cinnamon toast crunch I feel like that would have been fine honestly they offered to send him free cereal and I was like after that I would not want more free I don't want any of that cereal like you should pay me just cash just give me money I for my trauma like this girl tweeted imagine if you hadn't noticed any of this until you were eating it and he (laughs) replied Jennifer I ate a bowl oh my gosh I wonder if he had a shrimp tail in that bowl. Probably not. He would have would have noticed. Yeah. He realized. Yeah. And yeah, That texture's just different. Oh. But I love cinnamon to but too. like do I not buy it now? Okay, <laughs> but like real true story, my friends, we went to like this one place, I won't disclose the name of the salad place. They found like multiple different things, like hard plastic one time and just, like like, some like, I think, like, multiple times we found like hard plastic in their salad bowls, but they kept going back. And they're like, Oh, it's just so good. And I'm like, No, but you found hard plastic in there. No, that's so, yeah, so true. And so I, was, I was like, Oh my goodness, I don't know if I would go. But then I went one time and I was like, Yeah, it's really good, but there was no hard Wait, text it mind. to me the name of it later because I want to know if I've okay. There. Yeah, you for sure, you for sure know this place. Oh, oh no, okay. Anyways, I'm like still kind of traumatized from last week's very intense discussion of the news and everything that was happening so I honestly feel like I need a break from news like do you feel that way too because I really didn't prepare any current event stuff for this episode. No I just like have been overwhelmed with current event stuff but I'm just like I'm gonna take a breather and let's talk about something lighter this week. Yeah so we were just gonna make this an episode about us talking about our relationship as sisters um Mm -hmm. Bethany has the best memory I was talking about this with mom the other day because I was talking with her on the phone while I was walking home from work and I was like yeah Bethany always remembers all these hilarious stories like the one that you told last week I know exactly what mom probably reacted to that mom was probably like yeah she remembers all the things that I do that she's mad about oh she said yeah she mom mom was like yeah it could be like a really good thing but it can also be a really bad thing and I (laughs) I, knew knew exactly what she was saying because I get in trouble with you all the time too because you remember like literally every wrong thing I've ever done to you but then you also remember all the hilarious funny stories about us that we happened to us together and I can't I like don't have a good memory at all so you're gonna have to tell the story I have a lot of I literally just thought of a hilarious funny story but I don't think like tell it I don't know if you want me to tell it well you should just tell it and then I'll just take it out if I don't like okay so we have a lot of embarrassing things but the one specifically that I was thinking about is like when we were really young okay not that young I feel like most of the things that we did that were done elementary school we would be like forced to take showers like one right after the other and because like you know just when you're young like that you always want to procrastinate and you just like want to play and you don't want to like do any of your uh, the only word that comes to mind which means like your duties yeah like your chores your chores it could be chores but it's also like oh when you're little your sense is like homework like like brushing your teeth changing your pajamas going to bed like that kind of thing like yeah. stuff that you you like have to do and like you don't want to because like you have to do it and it's not something that like is fun for you. So showering was one of the things I hated. Like getting forced. You to shower. hated showering. I you really, were, like, really despise. Yeah, I think it's just the trauma from the the water in my eyes when I was a baby and I was just screaming. Yeah, no, like <laughs> no one remembers that. Okay. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> I I hated taking the showers, but me and my sister would have to go. Maybe like whoever got out first would just like dilly dally and like do whatever while the other one was showering, and then when the other one got out, we would just take our towels, we would wrap them around our butt, and, like, the flaps would go between our legs, like, pants, and I don't know, like, do you guys remember gaucho pants, because yeah, so I don't know why those are my favorite because they're like really comfy I refused to wear jeans as a child I was like soft pants only so I wore gauchos like religiously can I just say my favorite pair of your gauchos was the camel wash one <laughs> you're a style icon at a young oh age. yeah oh yeah you should find that photo. I think mom has it at home. You can get her to take a picture of it and send it to you. And you can, you can post it on the Instagram. I was yes. like a little a little dweeb. I had a huge tubby stomach and my camouflage gaucho pants. But yeah, we would just like wrap the towels around our butts and tuck them between our legs and just dance. Just dance in the bathroom. And my mom's <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? And we're just like, uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing with our towel gaucho pants. Yeah it's so Those weird I uh, see like I don't remember specific moments like that and then it's like moments like that where I'm like oh we were s- close when we were younger I guess but I don't remember us like talking about stuff but we would do a lot of fun random things together we would. and like we would do like whenever we had sleepovers at night we would do um puppet shows remember <laughs> puppet theater puppet theater <laughs> So we would have like a little nightlight for like for a while we had like just a small nightlight in the room and we would like make finger hand puppets like foot puppets we just like make them have voices and just like pretend to be them and just like throw a whole like theater thing going on like when we we're supposed to be sleeping yeah like up against the wall because it would cast a shadow and then the other thing how we would like sing random songs when we were bored like in the car if we were on a long drive I would start like singing like nonsense and then whenever when I would pause Bethany would like reply to me and then we would go back and forth like a bunch of times it's just like complete gibberish (laughs) like full-on gibberish (laughs) yeah like are these psychotic children that we have (laughs) birds Yeah, my our dad was was probably like, oh my god, my children are like actually idiots, like full on gibberish, gibberish, and like we weren't that young. We will not traumatize you all with a sample. We will no, not. No, do I don't. You. I don't think that that should ever come out again but um secretly when we hang out sometimes (laughs) you know um what I thought was really cute though it just like comes out of me sometimes because I just like to like hum or like sing or do random things when I'm just like cleaning or cooking or whatever like when I'm in a good mood it just like kind of comes out so I was doing it the other day in the kitchen and then Kieran did it back to me like how you would do it and I was like oh this is a sign he's like yo to me like that that means should I should I marry him? <laughs> it reminded me of you and I, it made me so happy. I was like, oh. he doesn't do it as well I bet. <laughs> yeah, definitely not and you're the original we're the original duet, but you know it just gave me a warm feeling in my heart. okay, so back on track let's let's do a little background information. Oh, okay, okay, so we're Taiwanese American because both of our parents were born and raised in Taiwan yeah. and They um, immigrated to America, and both of us were born in America. I was born in Nebraska, um, and my sister was born in Rhode Island, so we don't, I don't think I've ever gone to Nebraska, like, other than when I was born there, because we only stayed there for maybe, like, a year or two, right? That was it. Um, Yeah, because when we moved to New Jersey, I think I was, like, barely older than three mom is gonna listen to us and be like you guys have no idea what you're talking about but I feel like I was barely older than three so then and and we're three years apart so we can't have been in Nebraska for that long maybe a year yeah yeah definitely like a, a year or two like maximum but um definitely our family spend a lot of more time in Rhode Island where we have a lot of family friends yeah so we have more we have like deeper roots to Rhode Island and the east coast and then we just like moved to Jersey and we moved to Edison. Yeah. And then our parents got the house in Plainsboro. Yeah. And then we finally just like settled down, full on in our Plainsboro house for past twenty plus years. And they're still there. But they actually they bought a house in Texas, which is like where all of my mom's sisters are gonna all like retire together in like their little community, which will be cute. Um. So yeah, that's like, that's, that's the start of our family. Yeah. The good old WWP. If you know, you know, but yeah, Krishna and Bethany met actually when they were in high school. So he's from our same hometown. Like I would, I would say that our hometown is Plainsboro. Yeah, I agree. Like when people ask me what my, where my hometown is, I say Plainsboro. Yeah. So that's just like where we grew up, made friends, went to school like did all of the yeah like our whole childhoods were there. Yeah. And we're still like really close with a lot of people that we knew from school. I don't know what it is about like WWP, but it seems like everybody from WP, at least like the majority, stays really good friends with like other people from WWP. And I know like a lot of people think like oh high school is such a bad memory or like hated high school and stuff like that. But like I loved high school and like I'm still really close friends with so many of my high school friends because like we kind of just grew up together from if we started in kindergarten a lot of us just stayed together all the way until 12th grade which is like wild but yeah it was so fun so we're all like really close kind of community. Yeah like I think it was nice that we stayed in one place for our whole pre-college education because we were all like with the same friends it was nice to have that consistency like um two of my super longtime friends who also lived in our same neighborhood literally like less than a block away are Amy and Anupa um and we like have been friends since like I feel like fourth grade grade, second grade no we we are definitely friends in third grade because we went to town center together yeah because me and Robin I remember we met in first grade. Yeah, so we made friends and we were in the same neighborhood. So we would like always hang out after school. Like some of my fondest memories are like us riding the bus together. We would always sit in the same three-seater and our group text is called the bus seat because we called ourselves the bus seat. Very original, very creative of us. (laughs) Every day after school, we would like either, we would always go to like one of our three houses. But my favorite was going to Amy's house because her mom would always make us easy math. Oh, to Miss Kathy! Oh my gosh, I was just thinking the mac and cheese. When you come to our house, we get like nasty like green juice, but like not like delicious green juice nowadays, but yeah. like nasty green juice. We will tell you guys about the hoo hoo. It's called a hoo hoo. <laughs> A name, it yeah. was a drink that my mom used to make when we were growing up it was because dad got died and mom didn't know how to be healthy so she just like probably <laughs> did a google search about like superfoods and threw them all in the blender and then it became like imagine dairy queen but nasty like you can flip it over and it would not come out yeah like and if it did it would come out as a block of gelatin <laughs> it would like congeal because there was like so much fiber or like i don't know like it's because there were nuts in there she would mom would blend nuts in there which made it really thick and then she would pour coconut oil on (gasps) top. and one time robin was like like auntie shirley like please don't make bethany drink that robin is amy's younger sister mom was like you want some Robin and she was just like what is this strange concoction yeah I was like Robin please come over and look at what my mom serves me and try to convince her not to the hoo-hoo was our after-school snack which was like random fruits and vegetables disgusting things thrown in there it wasn't like a nice green smoothie like with kale celery carrot lemon like it was not your like whole foods green smoothie it was like no it was not beet what else was in there? That's why I hate beets so much. There. Okay, so there was kale, spirulina, which is, like, algae. yeah, algae powder. And then she would put, okay, the, I think one of the worst things was the chia seeds, because if you know chia seeds, like, they're fine when you put them in, like, stuff that chia seeds belong in, but not when you add it to all this stuff because it, like, soaks up the liquid and becomes, like, a little gelatiny and, like, it gets thick. It's so thick. And then she would put, like, walnuts and almonds in there, and just assorted vegetable, but no fruit yeah did she put like soybeans sometimes like just oh, random yeah. like crap soaked soybeans and like black yes. soybeans and just yes. there was just a lot just, going on in the house every, just whatever she felt like inspired by in the moment like oh this is healthy and I feel it that it will give health to my children she would just throw it in there we had the the Vitamix which was like an industrial blender that they use like in restaurants and at Starbucks and just blend the crap out of it and then pour it in these giant tall mugs like you know those mugs that you get in like Target in the holidays where it has like gingerbread men and like oh yeah and they're like the there's <laughs> like little Christmas trees like they're like supposed to be like for special like holidays when you have like a big mug of holiday like hot drinks chocolate. like eggnog or yeah. yeah and so it's this huge mug so that you can indulge on the holidays and we would use that every morning for our hoo-hoo and I just like oh my god Bethany and I would like be like oh mom I have to finish getting ready like I'll bring my hoo-hoo upstairs to get ready like I need to finish <laughs> we're so evil and I'm like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom, but I have to drink my hoo in the bathroom. <laughs> like uh, and it was called Poison Down the Lake, where the second my mom turned around, the second we got away from our eyesight, down the sink, down the toilet, and like flush away. The toilet was better because the sink would easily get clogged. Yes. Really easily clogged. Like my <laughs> if you threw it down the sink, you would have to wait like a solid like yeah. 20, 30 seconds before it got to like rinse all of the fibers away so that was harder because like mom could show up at any time yeah you don't know when she's gonna come check up on you so you're just like let me just dump into it real fast and just flush it like the fastest pee I ever had (laughs) yeah mom like didn't find out until in the last maybe like three four years yeah we had actually had to tell her because we were really good at hiding it so she never actually found out on her own yeah but she already knows so don't worry for our lives you guys yeah she knows now it's fine she knows all the things yeah she knows about our tattoos she knows about the hoo-hoo dumping she knows about all our little shenanigans we don't have to- we'll get into that in a different episode honestly though we are pretty good kids though I feel like in general we didn't have that many shenanigans No, we'll talk about your shenanigans for sure in the mom episode because you had quite a bit of shenanigans I did not have shenanigans okay well this just relates back to the fact that I remember all the stories okay well we could talk about it on a different episode yeah Back to our relationship, yeah. we, I don't think we were ever really, like, close when we were young, but I guess, like, we did have a lot of good times because, like, we're in a, like, happy, yeah. like, oh, I enjoy having someone else to bother and, like, annoy parents with, but then there's, like, a period of time where I don't know, like, what was wrong with me. I guess, like, I just became, like, super angsty and, like, really moody and just very closed off. I think it was probably like middle school and early high school I'd say right yes but the thing is like I feel like I wasn't fully aware of what was going on with you in that phase because I was not emotionally invested in being friends with you or being a good sister really like I was just like kind of occupied with like having fun in my own life and you were to me you were just like my sister who I would hang out with at home and beyond that I was like not very interested and then when we were at home like obviously we would like get along pretty well like we would have fights once in a while but I think like we would bond over the fact that like mom would get angry at both of us so then we would like help each other out by like being sneaky about like how long we were practicing the piano and things like that yeah but that's when we were young like that's you're thinking you're I feel like you completely forgot about my middle school and high school phase. like yeah that's what I'm saying I think I just wasn't aware of you and like just you would just like go in your room and just stay in your room I would the whole exactly day. I would just go home stay in my room the whole day I didn't like hang out with yeah, anybody. okay so like tell me about your life then like what were you doing I don't know like <laughs> you were counting coins by yourself in your room okay I really enjoyed going to school because I don't know why like really yeah middle school was a good time for me I had like I really loved my friends and I just like hang out with my friends all the time or like I feel like when I came home I would just like talk to my friends like Annie um we've been friends since sixth grade but then eighth grade is like when we got like super close to we every single class together because we have like a rotating schedule and you go to different teachers during the day every single class we had together except for like maybe like one or two so it was the funniest thing ever because like i would walk into the room and annie's just the cutest and annie would be in her seat already and i sit next to her and then she would just throw her hands in the air and go Bethany and i'm just like annie i literally just saw you like three minutes ago but she's always excited to meet that's so yeah cute. she's the cutest friend ever um, she's still the cute friend and then we would go home and then we would talk on the phone for like two hours see like I didn't know about this at yeah, all yeah that's what I did wow. that's what I did in middle school or like I hung out with Robin I I think oh and like Lizzie Wang because Berkeley was oh yeah quote-unquote dating her dog Kitty yeah. and they were best friends so we hung out a lot okay but I remember if that I too. wasn't hanging out with my friends I just was sitting in my room and I just like was really really bad at being with my family because I just like I don't know why I just like felt awkward and I felt like uncomfortable and I just like I, I had really bad second child syndrome where I was like oh mom and dad only care about gigia and like I'm just like this second child that they don't really care about. No one wants to spend time with me. So like, I hate you and you hate me. It's fine. And then so that's my mentality. And I just like went through my whole life doing that. I feel like you had that really intensely because I felt, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I'm sure that's some of how I behaved, like, cause I didn't really notice you that much or I was just like kind of too involved with my own life and was like whatever about you that maybe that made you feel that way but I'm I'm pretty sure like mom didn't do anything to make you feel that way cuz her whole thing our whole childhood and even now is like oh I don't play favorites blah 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 mom mom has favorites for Okay sure. but she's like more intentional about yeah she's like very aware of what she says and does So I feel like it's less likely that it was something that mom did. Or do you feel like that's not true? And then dad was just like not even involved. That was just doing dad's thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was probably just the way that you were because. Okay. So my sister wasn't the best sister. Yeah, I was terrible. Like I will. I own up to it. You don't even need to feel bad about saying that because I feel bad about it. I've felt bad about it for a really long time and it's just like a hundred percent true so like yeah like I was terrible like I was not even a sister (laughs) to you like I was just like there and it like I just had fun with you when it was fun and then it was like bye yeah so like my sister was like pretty moody sometimes (laughs) and so like if she was in a bad mood then everyone else had to be in a bad mood and if she wanted to be happy and in a playful happy mood then everyone had to play and be happy and hang out with her but if like I was mad at her, but she was in a happy, playful mood. She would get more mad at me because I was mad at her and I didn't want to hang out with her. And we fought like a lot back then. And like, mostly like, she she just wanted to follow whatever mood she was feeling. But like, I was like, no, I don't want to do that. And then she would get mad at me for not following whatever mood she wanted. So that was like a struggle for me because like, I just felt like I would have to cater whatever I was doing and however I was feeling to however my, my sister was feeling and then she would just boss me around a lot and like I would literally be downstairs sitting on the couch next her, she's like Bethany go upstairs and get my socks for me and I'm just like <sighs> oh, okay <laughs> you would always say okay like how why did you not feel like you could say no because if I said no, you would get mad at me, and then we would fight. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, fine, I'll go get this lost. And she was just like, yeah, we just weren't close, and we just fight a lot because like I didn't understand how to stand up for myself because like I didn't, I didn't, I don't like when people are mad at me. So like obviously I'm such a people pleaser. So I wanted to please my sister and make yeah, her you happy with me. me. You thought I was cool, yeah, like yeah you're you're my older sister like obviously I want you to like me and then I felt like the only way to do that is to do whatever you wanted me to do in whatever moment you felt whatever you know so that's what I did and I was miserable and I just like was like this is I just don't feel comfortable around my family and I just feel like everyone catered to you because there was a really bad phase when mom knew you were like this and I was like mom why don't you say something to her? Like, she's being so rude and so mean. And mom's like, and I'm like, you are literally the parent. Like, she is the child. I was like, mom, are you scared of her? And mom's like, yeah, maybe a little bit. (laughs) This is why this kept happening because mom was scared of you for a little while and wouldn't address it. And dad was just doing dad's thing. Yeah, I think I was definitely, like, enabled. Like, I would just... I'm like I think a naturally kind of bossy person and my mom now likes to joke around and call and tell me that like I was a big bully okay you were a bully and she's like yeah like whenever you would hang out with Amy and Anupa you would like bully everybody and I'm like I I don't think that was true like Amy and Anupa tell me if I was a bully because I do not remember that I was a bully I feel like if anything maybe Amy was a bully Amy correct me (laughs) Okay, you guys are all bullies. Except for Anupa. Anupa was definitely not a bully. Anupa's was the baby of the group. She's the youngest one of us, so she, she's also a younger sister. And Amy and I are both older sisters, so if anything, like, we were the bullies, and Anupa got bullied, for sure. But, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I didn't think I was that bad, but it's a different dynamic, because it's like, even though Anupa's young, like, both Amy and Anupa are younger than me, but we're all the same like, grade. And so they're like my friends and my peers, like my equals. So it was different. Speaking of Anupa, at Anupa, do you have our Bratz DVD that you watched at your house and it disappeared and I I feel like it would be fun to rewatch it. Was it Bratz or was it the Barbie thing? No, it was like not Bratz and it was not Barbie. It was like a spinoff one. It was, but I can't remember. Barbie, it was like it girl, or it was some weird. I remember, I literally know exactly what you're talking about, and I'm sure that Anupo will know exactly what you're talking about. She'll well. know. I think it's just funny because it's like she'll know exactly what I'm talking She'll about. know exactly. I know. And like, I'm so excited. We watched all the videos, like they had a, we did. a website, they had we a lot of videos, videos, and we got that yeah. one free in the mail yeah and we were like yes a free movie like because it was all like short little like tv episodes almost and they were like oh we're gonna do a movie with the boys and I was like oh my god my yeah god. it was really exciting yeah um okay well, yeah we, so we about had some, me being a bully we had some tough years yeah we had some tough yeah. years in there where you were you were a bully and um so we didn't actually become real friends because I wouldn't call us being in elementary school just like getting along and stuff like real friends we were just like young and we didn't really have personalities just hang out have fun um yeah. and then we started developing personalities and that's when like I was moody and angsty and my sister was bossy and mean and <laughs> then my then my mom she always told me that she was like don't worry like you're just so bad now but when she goes to college she'll learn her lesson
1: oh my god
0: I would just like like think to myself like oh I really hope she learns a big lesson because she's the (laughs) one and then you went to college I? I did yeah and then you came back during your breaks and you were slowly every break you got a little bit nicer and a little bit nicer and I was like oh okay I see she's learning her lesson because you would do nothing at home like no chores at all I would do all the chores and mom and dad would never ask you to do anything they just automatically ask me like one time oh my gosh they still do it mom they still do it yeah walked past your room which is on the way to my room you were there you were awake and she comes to my room and goes walk Berkeley I'm like you, you didn't even think of stopping at Jujia's room to ask her to walk Berkeley and I was like mom I called her out for this I was like mom like why didn't you even ask Jujia like why did you walk straight to my room and she, she got mad at me for getting mad at her for not asking you and I was like do you see the issue here like you couldn't even ask her she's like just only here for a short time don't make her mad and I'm like what do you mean my my anger is so powerful. It was literally so infuriating because this is like relatively recently, like in the last like two or three years. No, three or four years. I always forget that. I feel you like it was year probably school, before or early med school. Yeah. No, because no, I think this was not. This is like after you graduated. Med school? Yeah. Oh yeah, this is very recent, yeah, but you know what? I'm in residency. I'm like so tired. so like, don't make me walk first, okay, anyways, my sister went to college, and she learned some lessons there, I guess, yeah. Uh... Um okay so let me tell you what time Before your roommates came in and you were like under the covers. oh my gosh dude college was like so rough for me uh we could probably talk about this our our respective college experiences because we have some thoughts about that and feelings about that but um Yeah, college was a whole time like capital t time trademark sign copyright sign like it was just like oh my god I just feel like I hyped it up so much in my mind like it was this huge thing and it was gonna be like college is gonna be so fun I'm gonna live by myself my dorm is gonna be like the hangout dorm like all my friends are gonna come over all the time we're gonna do so many fun things and then it was like not what I envisioned and I think I definitely learned a lot of lessons about myself and like how to treat people and what I want in life what I want in My friendships, relationships, like romantic and not romantic, like all this stuff, and just growing up a lot because I think I kind of skated through most of my life up until college, like relatively unscathed. Like everything was just so smooth and nice. And I think it's because of the things like we were talking about, like you and mom and dad kind of just like enabled me to have a really smooth everything. And I just happened to do everything I was supposed to do. Like I worked really hard in school. Um, and got good grades and stuff, and just, like, enjoyed having my friends and whatever, so everything just, like, went well, and then I got to college, and it was, like, totally not what I envisioned, and I was just, like, pissed, and so I had to grapple with that and grow from it, Um, but you know what's so funny that you said that mom said that I was going to go to college and learn lessons, and that I would get better, because she says that to me about you all the time, so I feel like she doesn't tell both of us together, but she'll tell us both, the same thing separately oh yeah and then she for we'll sure just, does we'll just like feel better and be like okay yeah they're just gonna grow up they're just gonna learn their lessons they're gonna they're gonna learn their lesson and then you yeah, like because like better. I was such a moody teen and I like never I was just like really bad like I cannot hug my family members like even with my sister I like we're really close but like I can't hug her and feel not awkward so weird like just talking about it makes me feel awkward already and I don't know why like I'm totally fine with my friends like I'm totally fine with my friends and all that but just like family members I'm just like don't touch me and I won't touch you (laughs) but um yeah, I think it's just like from all my moody years and it just like really got ingrained and I just like felt awkward about it. Definitely better about it now because like I learned my lessons when I studied abroad and I was like, oh my goodness, like I'm literally- Yeah, it took you so much longer. Hey, it took me about the same time. It was during college. Yeah, but you're three years behind me. So like three years too late, okay? Oh my, like, you're so annoying. <laughs> but yeah, when I was on the other side of the world, I was like, wow, I miss my family so much. They're actually really important to me. And i was like um epiphany family is important and then i came back and i was so much better yeah, growing, that, but i think that, that was, was a like a very turning, big turning point for, for me yeah. yeah and i remember when um bethany so bethany studied abroad in australia and sydney which was like so sick like why did i not do that like i hate pre-med did not allow me to study abroad anyway she was in Australia, and I was like, ooh, like, what if I come visit you? Because my the my spring break or whatever break crossed over, or I think it was winter break? Yeah. Yeah, because it was it hot was in Sydney. Near December, yeah. Yeah, so it was, like, going into my winter break, and it was, like, coinciding with the end of, of Bethany's study abroad. So I was like, I'll come see you at the end and then you'll stay, like, a little extra time after you finish classes and stuff, and then we'll, like, come back to the U.S. together at the end of your study abroad, um, and was like, yeah, sure, fine, ball. and then we get there, and we're, like, hanging out and, like, doing all this stuff, and then one of the days, I, re- I still remember you telling me that you felt stressed about me coming to see you, because yeah, you wanted so it, true. you wanted it to be, like, fun for me and for me to have a good time and for it to not be boring and whatever and I literally was just like so excited to hang out with you and like be in Australia and like I could have just bummed on the beach every single day and I would have been totally fine but Bethany planned this whole thing where we like took a bus out and went to stay at this like really cute Airbnb and we did hikes and she like planned like oh where are we gonna eat and like you're going to have jet lags, have to get you food on the first night that you're there and like all this stuff. And we did like a coffee making class, like a barista class. It was actually oh, yeah, like was a barista really cool. certifying course. Like it was very intense. We made like, we learned how to make all these different drinks. It was that so cool. great because you have to be certified to actually make coffee in a coffee shop. Unlike America, where coffee is just trash. Okay, some places are pretty good, but like where you learn where you actually learn how to make coffee. But in Australia, you have to be certified before you're even allowed to work in the shop. So Yeah, guys. So we're certified baristas in Australia. Actually, I think yeah. we need to take like another class, right? Yeah, no, we just took like the um the first in- half intro, like learning everything, but we didn't take like the written exam. Yeah, there's a written exam, guys. But we're basically yeah. certified. <laughs> yeah basically i probably can't make like half the drinks but if you like tell me the recipe i could definitely make it but that was so fun it was like a a full half day thing like we woke up early got there and they like taught us all about like the timing the temperature like keeping the grounds fresh and like all this stuff it was so fun and then we got to drink all the stuff that we made and then we got to pour all of the different drinks and like australia's like special drink is like the flat white um, it's, like, a lot more prevalent in America now, but, yeah, um, yeah, sure. they taught us, like, all these fancy drinks, and we, like, tried some latte art, it was really fun, yeah. but we were also, I was thinking about doing, like, getting scuba certified in Australia, so that was really expensive, and dad was like, no, you can't, it's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that trip was so fun. And then Bethany told, she she told me she was stressed about planning it and the whole time. And I was just like, Oh my God, why didn't you tell me earlier? Like, you don't have to stress out so much. And that was like the beginning of my awareness of your anxiety of me. And so then I was like, okay, I have to be better. I have to be better. And even in like, um, was it med school or college? I can't remember, but it was your birthday. And I was like, I need to go home to be home on Bethany's birthday to help her celebrate her birthday and you're gonna have a birthday party and I was like I'm gonna be there for her birthday I'm gonna be a good sister and then I made the effort to go back it was my 18th birthday yeah and then I was uh, like hanging out with all your friends being social like helping like the vibe of the party and then later Bethany was like I can't believe I was just, like, in the kitchen the whole time, like, cooking food and getting everything ready, and then, like, you were just hanging out with my friends, like, it was your birthday party, and it was not my birthday party, and I was like, oh, no, I fucked up again. <laughs> do you remember that? Okay, well, I, yeah, I remember that, Um, but also, like, I just have a tendency to always be doing something, because, like, that's just, like, the way that I was brought up, because mom and dad are always telling me to do something. Yeah, but I should have been, like, hey, y'all, like, kitchen, like, go hang out with your friends. Like, what do you need me to do? Like, I'll do it. Like, get out of the kitchen, go sit on the couch and be with the friends. Like, that's what I should have done. But I didn't, eat, I was just, like, enjoying myself and I didn't notice. We're just acting out exactly the way that, like, we were brought up differently. Like, you would yeah. just sit and enjoy yourself and I would yeah. work and do the things. Which, like, it's not, like, entirely your fault or entirely my fault. It's just, like, both of us... C- have been working on learning to understand what the other person is stressed about and like what the other person like needs from each other so we have definitely come a long way and being like oh like here like you relax like let me take over for you or like me being yeah. like oh yeah like you need to like get up and like help me like I have to ask for help and you have to yeah. offer help so we've definitely been a lot more communicative and just like understand one another a lot more um, So definitely we've come a long way with that. Definitely. I feel like um, that, even though I feel your natural comfort state is like working and like always doing something. And to me, that seems harder to do. To you, that's like your baseline. Like you like to do that for other people and for yourself. But so that's like your comfort. And then my comfort is just like lounging around, having fun, like whatever. And then both of us have had to struggle and learn lessons. And like, I think honestly, I guess it's 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 hard for both of us, but for me, it's like, it's harder for me now because I have to learn all those skills and like things that come so naturally to you because you've always been doing them since you were little. But, and then your struggle now is like learning how to set boundaries, how to say no to people but how to just, like, let go and enjoy yourself more. Yeah, like, I used to be so neurotic. And now I'm just like, you know what? Go with the flow. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Like, really, yeah. what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Like, if I'm just, like, stressed about work, it's like, oh, what's the worst thing that can happen? I would get fired. Oh, I can claim unemployment. It's more than I, what I make now. It works <laughs> for me. <laughs> fabulous. So fabulous. But, yeah, so I guess I have a question for you for any listeners who have a bad or like not bad, but like not as good a relationship with their sibling as they wish they did, what advice would you have for them? I think the advice that I would give is probably like take a step back. And so this was a huge turning point for me with my whole second child syndrome thing. Um, yeah, I had a bunch of issues just, relationships and stuff so one of them was like learning to be affectionate with my family learning to appreciate them the other one's like my second child syndrome one day mom like came in and I just like harped on my second child syndrome for so long and one day mom just like came in and was like I understand how you feel and I understand that you think we like your sister more like she's our favorite um and yes I do agree that we spend a lot of time focusing on her but you don't understand what it's like to be a firstborn child. Like I'm a, my mom's a firstborn, my dad's a firstborn, my sister's the firstborn. I'm the only like second child in the family. So they all know the burden of being a firstborn child, which is like you, especially in an Asian family, you bear all of the weight and expectations of your parents. I think my sister, thankfully, she's like, oh, I want to be a doctor, like very early on. So my dad was, like, extremely excited about that. My mom, like, was, like, oh, wow, like, she's going to go so far and, like, really excited. But it's all of that attention brings a lot of other issues. Just, like, you don't have as much freedom. Like, you don't get to do what you want to do. Like, no independence. And me as a second child, it's, like, yeah, like, I wish my parents paid more attention to me or, like, hung out with me more or just, like, maybe ask like Gia to do more things around the house but then thinking back I'm just like wow I had a great childhood nobody ever said no to what I wanted to do because you always had to be the trailblazer like ears pierced like oh my god ears pierced, my sister had like went through so much just to get her ears pierced I got them done the same time that yeah I had to beg for years for mom to let me get my ears pierced and then she finally said yes and then the same day she was like oh should should Bethany just also get her ears pierced and you're like yeah I want to get my ears pierced and then so we're like okay we're gonna go to Claire's and both of you are gonna get your ears pierced and I was like We went to piercing pagoda. Oh piercing pagoda. Yeah. I'll tell the story behind the ears piercing because Okay tell it. Um so I already know that there was like a huge struggle but the day that we got our ears pierced we had like a piano recital a couple days before and mom was like finally she's like fine you want your ears pierced you better get a high honors on oh, your piano recital God. look at this and manipulation. there's honorary like honorable mention which is like participation award yeah that's like bad that's like that's bad. Bad. unacceptable unacceptable <laughs> condition <laughs> then there's like honors and then there's high honors, um, mom, and then, like, mom was, like, you have to get high honors to get your ears pierced, so my sister ended up getting honors, and I ended up getting high honors, mom's, like, joking around, because at that point, she's like, yeah, like, finally, I will let my children have their ears pierced, she was, like, haha, like, you only got honors, you can only get one ear pierced, and my sister was <laughs> so pissed, and I was, like, eh, like, laughing at her, I was, like, hey, hey, I got high honors, I get to get both ears pierced, and, um, yeah, my sister fought so hard to get our ears pierced, and I just got the same exact thing. So many of those things happened. Like, the other thing was, like, iPhones. My dad is, like, so against yep. Apple. Um, yep. My sister fought so hard to get Apple iPhones. We finally got iPhones, and I just, you know, me and me and my just hopped on the. Me and my mom hopped on the bandwagon because my you guys hopped on them. so quick. I was like working yeah. on dad for so long. I was like, come on, dad, come on, dad, come on, dad, come on, dad. And he was like, fine, we can. Well, I'll let you guys get iPhones. Like that's great. And I texted you and mom the good news. I was like, we are gonna get iPhones. And then you and mom were like, oh, it's fine. We'll just get the cheapest option. Like no, are no, so, so happy that we was can like, get one. I want to get the iPhone six. This is when the six was new. And yeah. then my dad was like, absolutely not, like, you're not getting an iPhone, no way, then eventually my, my sister convinced my dad, but my dad was like, no, like, if you want an iPhone, you can get the five, like, I'm not getting you a six, my sister's like, fine, I'll pay for it myself, like, I'll pay for it myself, and me and my mom were like, yeah, we'll get the five, we'll get the five, and then my, my dad was like, fine, you can get the six, And me, me and my mom was like, yeah, should we just get the six too you guys are so you guys were like yeah uh, we're fine with the five dad like you can just buy it for us and I was like dad like I convinced dad because dad's worst like he hates wasting money so the only way to get him to spend more money is to like logic him out of it so I was like dad if you get the newest one on the market right now it will last longer and will be more worth your money and he can never say no to a good deal so he's like "Hmm, you know that does make a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense (laughs) we'll get the newest one and will last you like you cannot upgrade your phone within one year it has to last you longer than one year like try and stretch it out as long as you can I was like oh hey dad promise like if you let me go to six I'll stretch it out as long as I can he was like, okay, you can get the six. So then I texted Bethany, my mom was like, guys, dad, so I can I get the six? And then you and mom were like, oh, so like, can we get the six too? And I was like, oh my yeah. God. Oh, and the other one was text messaging. Some of you young people, actually, I don't, I don't know. Like everyone's Let's listen to this podcast or like, maybe older so our family was like I didn't we didn't get phones until very late and if you broke your phone you don't get a new one until the contract is up I think I got my first cell phone when I was in eighth grade and I was so excited to text my friends but then I couldn't because we didn't have free text messaging or like unlimited so it was like like a lot of money and like I said my dad would have gotten so pissed if I like went over the text messaging um and like cost him like he had to pay extra for an overage and at some point I was just so frustrated because I had a quote-unquote boyfriend at the time that I wanted to text but I couldn't text him because I didn't have unlimited so then I was like you know what I did I did email I emailed people Thank you. I I just was like one day I was so mad I was like dad you know what if you're not going to get me unlimited texting I'm just going to text anyway and then like I don't have money so like who's gonna have to pay for it you're gonna have to pay for it anyway so I'm just gonna text and if you get unlimited you can save money on it because it will be less money for the same number of texts you're literally so evil but yeah my sister's really sneaky like she will win in an argument if you argue with her like she just like comes up with all these like secret things just like pulls them out of her butt and it's like here's a defense here's a defense and i'm just like oh my gosh i give up like it's fine okay wait let's get back to the actual topic about how to help your relationships. you don't yeah. what happened we went totally off the rails yes because you just keep we just keep talking okay anyways what i was saying is my mom was telling me in my room that day like i don't understand what it's like to be a firstborn um child but like I have to think about it from my sister's perspective like she fought tooth and nail to get all of these things that I came so easily to me and I had so much independence so much freedom um nobody ever like said no to what I wanted all that kind of stuff then I was like slowly thinking about it and I was like oh my gosh like you're so right like mom and dad never looked at my grades they were so focused on my sister's grades they like were literally eagle eyes on every single thing that she did and would just like watch her and do her homework and just like if she didn't do it they would like yell at her so she got yelled at and she definitely had a lot more fights with her parents because they were always watching her making sure that she was like doing all the things that she they wanted her to do and just like forcing her to like finish all the stuff that she didn't want to do and just like you know just like the firstborn child gets everything pushed on them because it's like we want to shape them and like make them grow and stuff and then so the second child gets a little neglected but then they get to do whatever they want and then um I never thought about it that way until my mom like told me about it she's like you should count yourself lucky that you have so much freedom and we're not watching you once your sister goes to college like tell me again that you want to have all eyes on you and I was like oh my gosh like you're so right and this was really true so just step into the shoes of your sibling because you don't know what they deal with like whether you're the oldest the youngest like a middle child like you all deal with different circumstances and stuff and sometimes like you just won't be friends with your sibling and that's okay but that's true yeah a lot of the times like what I think about is they're the only person however many siblings you have, those are the only people that will understand exactly what you went through growing up with your parents. Like, my sister is the only person that I can talk about with my parents and be like, mom or dad, so annoying today. Like, I was so annoyed when, like, this happened. And she's like, oh, I hate when they do that. Like so annoying. <laughs> Like, and then we just, like, complain about them and then, like, you know, you can vent it out feel better like even though like Christian knows me so well and like he's the person I probably spend the most time with he will never be able to do that with me like nobody except my sister will be able to do that with me yeah and it's like such a comforting thing to have yeah it's so comforting Mm -hmm. so I feel like you if you can it's just like such a huge huge blessing like I feel so lucky that we're friends now because there's like but like yo was saying like no one else can understand the way that you are because they they were with you as you were growing up I mean like obviously if that was the case for you and your siblings but they just like get you in a way that no one else can get you and so the potential for friendship with a sibling like that is just like explosive like if you guys are friends like there was like no bond like that like the same thing with me and Kieran like we're so close and we spend all our time together too and we know each other really well but there's just certain things that I just like oh I need to call Bethany to like talk to her about this thing that happened or like complain to her about this or that because like only she can really understand this part of me yeah it's just like that that person is your family and like you'll never be able to get rid of them you're like literally connected by blood um but and like if if you're like me and maybe you're like not good with your family in the beginning you're like awkward about it i watched just creek recently well not like that recently but i've watched it twice through now um but there's just like this moment like david and alexis their siblings in this family, um like the roses and David is like kind of like me a little bit more self-conscious about things but and Alexis is like my sister like much more free-spirited and just like does her thing and one day like David is um like really self-conscious about like his driver's test um and like he has to get a, a new license and he's so stressed out and Alexis just looks at him and was like nobody cares David and I was like I'm like you're right like literally nobody cares like what if you just change the way that you are with your family, like the only people that will really see is like your family and do they care? Like they don't care. They just see that you're more like loving and happy and fun with them and they enjoy that. And that's all they want. And so I think of that a lot when I'm with my family now, I'm just like, all my family wants is to be close with me and to be able to have fun and enjoy our time together. So. Do I feel a little bit awkward sometimes? Like, yes. But do I have a lot of fun with my family? Because I, like, try to force myself away from the awkwardness. Like, yeah. So, you know, it's worth it. And it's hard. But yeah, can I can tell hang when, you when you anything. do that. I can tell when you do that now more because I feel like you try to be, like, more just, like, spontaneous and enjoy the moment rather than, like, kind of sitting on the outskirts like you used to and just, like, observing what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And all you do is, like, you just have, you just are a lot more happy about it. Yeah. It's more fun when, like, you are doing it, too. Because otherwise, it's just me and mom and dad. And, like, then I don't have as many people to, like, instigate and, like, do Yeah. Shit. My sister just loves <laughs> to instigate. All she wants to do is, like, poke the bear and, like, see the bear, like, come and attack her. And she's like, ah, ha, so fun. Let's do it again. This is all she did when I was, like, a moody teen. And that's why I get so mad oh I love to instigate it's just like so fun when the person that you're instigating has such a good reaction and this is why like I always do it to you because you would have such good reactions and then my mom is also like she's the oldest so she does the same thing to her sisters and so she She knew exactly what I was doing she would yeah she does it to dad she does it to you and she tries to do it to me but I don't fall for it but then like whenever I would do it to you mom would be like I and then you would get like really mad and like tell her that I'm bothering you. And then so she would come into my room and talk to me and be like, I know it's really fun. Like, <laughs> I get it. I love bothering her too because she has such hilarious reactions, but like, she doesn't know that you're just doing it for her reaction like she's actually truly upset so like you need yeah. to like and then mom just would stop yourself sometimes. and she would be like just don't have any reaction that's all she wants she just wants the reaction to so just walk away like nothing and she'll but stop following you can you can't it you. you can't resist, I, can't, I, can't. You can't resist. <laughs> I get instigated no me and dad have very similar personalities in this way like we'll get instigated like we you guys poke us and we will react like it's just our personality oh I love it it's so good yeah you're like you're literally an addict seeking your throat yeah I was just thinking like it's like a drug I just like yeah get the reaction need to get the reaction it's so hilarious yeah so yeah we've come a long way in our relationship and like I was saying to you guys before about how my sister cried because we I told her that we weren't best friends like matter of factly like she knows now like this is what it's like to be best friends not how it was before when I was not talking to her that much I like never I like she was the only one talking to me and I would reply every so often and she's like yeah I'm your best friend I'm like no a big turning point for me in our relationship because I was like okay I'm making all this effort now to talk to Bethany and like this should mean our relationship is better and then when we had that family vacation Bethany was like no we're not best friends like you always we're talking but like you're always talking you're not actually listening to me or like you're not actually asking me about my day or like how things are going with me how things are going with my friends or Krishna or like how my work is or like whatever I'm like oh you're so right like I end up just talking and not paying attention to you and then so it's just like how we were in like middle school when I was just like you know having a relationship with you for the benefits but not um being there for you there for me yeah yeah so then I was like okay I need to do that part for her to think that we're friends and so my advice for people who want to be friends with their siblings who feel like or feel like they want their relationship with their sibling to be better is to make sure it's not a one-sided thing. Like, I think your advice was really good. Like put yourself in their shoes just to think about like what their experience and perspective is, but then also make sure that you are putting your efforts in the right place. Like this kind of is like love languages too, right? Mm -hmm. Um, If you guys don't know the love languages, there's five and it's what quality time physical touch, acts of service, gifts, and words of affirmation, and it's really helpful when you know the other person's love language. Yeah, because our default is, our yeah, our default is to love other people the way we want to be loved, like, whatever our love language is, but you have to find out what their love language is, and you do that for them. Like, my love language is, like, very much so acts of service because that's what I do I do that for every single person in my life acts of service always helping like doing whatever but like that's not necessarily like their love language so you have to adapt yourself for the other person in order Mm -hmm. to like have a better relationship yeah and like obviously all five of those things sound really nice but it's like what are your top two things like what really improves your mood like someone does something one of those things for you and and you just feel like appreciated um and so so those there's like a quiz online that you guys can take to figure out what your love language is and I think that in a lot of my relationships that's been really helpful like for me one of my top two is physical touch because I like being like cuddled and held and it just makes me feel like loved and that's what I like And like obviously if you guys didn't notice that's not one of Bethany's love languages it is literally (laughs) the last one yeah so like I had to learn that and be like okay that's not her thing because then if you think about it as like a transaction right you're spending money like your emotional money and coins like paying like your effort in loving someone is like you're spending money and then if someone feels loved it's like you're putting money into their bank and then whenever you ask them a favor or you like hurt them in some way you're taking money out of their bank and so you want to invest money into their bank as much as possible so then when things unintentionally happen that you like take money out it doesn't deplete your whole savings account in that person so you could be like thinking that you're putting all this money in, you're investing so much money, but if that's not their love language, you're like throwing money away basically because it's not actually depositing into their bank. So you want to make sure that, you know, like I think mom used this analogy to me one time and I was just mom like, uses oh my so gosh. many analogies. That makes so much sense. sense. I feel like she pulls them out of thin air and they're like actually very relevant. And well, I just threw a lot, a lot of on Look, Krishna. Like I just say the same one. And I just relate them to Krishna. Or I just like use the exact same thing that she teaches us and change the analogy into like some lifting thing that Krishna will understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah, analogies really help, I feel. Yeah. But yeah, that's my my advice is to figure that's out what they advice. need from the relationship and then give that to them because otherwise what's the point of a relationship if you're not willing to give them what they need right yeah one-way street relationship nobody wants that and nobody wants to be on the side that you're only giving and you're not receiving anything and it's it's hard like you have to take a hard look at yourself sometimes because I realize like in a lot of my relationships I i'm usually the one because i guess of my personality that i'm like taking 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 and not giving Mm -hmm. enough and i feel like you're the opposite where you give 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 and you don't set boundaries for yourself and protect yourself and then ask for what you need in a relationship yeah we can definitely talk about friend relationships soon as well because like we've both gone through a lot of ups and downs in friendship with friends yeah for Should we end our pod with a, a card uh, if we're not really strangers card? Yes. So I pulled three, but we'll do however much we have time for. Okay. Our level one is what character would I play in a movie? What does that even mean? Like I have to, I have to think of a new character or like an existing character. No. So like what what type of character? So like for, for my answer for you, I think you would play like the protagonist in a rom-com and then you would just be like this really neurotic cute like baker lady like working her little bake shop and then like some guy comes and is like really rude to you and is like I bought these cakes for my son's birthday and they were terrible and he hated the cakes and then you're like oh I'm so sorry I own this bake shop on it myself you guys all in love so basically I'm Vanessa Hudgens in the princess Switch*. you would be like okay you would be the classic villain in a movie but then you would have a spin-off to show the villain's side like Maleficent I like that because it's like oh like clearly you're evil blah, blah blah but then you see their origin story and you're just like I understand why you're evil but you're still evil but like I understand you. That's you. This is, like, literally our perceptions, like, purely our perceptions of each other. Like, I'm evil on the outside, but there's a reason why. And then for you, you're, like, perfect cute girl, good at everything. <laughs> Has a great yeah. love story. Deserves all the love in the world. That's you. Yeah. Um. So, hilarious thing is, like, when I, when Maylee, before she met you, I was telling her, I was, like, my sister's, like, kind of like evil it's fine though um <laughs> but like no in like a like a because she's also um what's it? a Slytherin and I'm like yeah you and um, you like kind of remind me of my sister a little bit but then all she heard was like oh she's kind of evil and then she's like she met you and she's like okay she doesn't seem that way at all because like you're really talkative and like bubbly and stuff and like yeah yeah that's because like that's how she comes off when she first meet somebody but like once you get to know her you'll understand she was now I'm like offended because you say she's evil but like I remind you of her and I was like no like in a good way, in a like, good in a way. Good way. yeah Millie knows like, like I love she she reminds you of me of my fun bubbly side Millie is not what I would describe as bubbly the way that she reminds like you guys remind me of each other is like a very solid friend in my life and we understand each other really mm-hmm. well because like she's also not like one of the firstborn she's like one of the middle children but also like she's yeah she's treated as like one of the youngest children so we understand each other really well and we just like get one another so I always feel like when I hang out with her it's so natural and I can yeah be exactly the way that I am and say what I want and just do what I want and she understands me and if she's like feeling like second child or I'm not saying like younger sibling like vibes she, we can always talk about it and she understands it she's like kind of like the way that me and you can complain about like our parents we can complain about like being younger children and like the way that like younger children are treated. Mm-hmm. but like we just understand each other like me and you and then I don't know why but me and Melee just became friends so fast but like it's such a solid friendship because like we just get each other it's just like really simple and that's the way that you guys remind me of one another not like the whole evil thing but also when i first like before i became friends with her i was like i thought you were like really moody and like mean because like you have like a really evil looking <laughs> rbf um and she <laughs> she was so friendly <laughs> i was like okay like you so- oh, no no yeah I she's like the nicest person she's not smiling and, yeah yeah she's super nice <laughs> she's so nice though Mm -hmm. Uh, isn't that like those are like the best kinds of friends where you meet and like you make friends so quickly and you're just like bonded forever like that's how that's how I am with Grace like we met first freshman year of college and we just became like BFFs so fast like we hung out like every single day studying together did everything together yeah and it was the best because we were in college so we had all the time in the world to hang out and yeah we're we're still really close now and we like catch up all the time and like Like, I feel like we're lifelong friends, and I just love Grace. She's, like, my soul sister, too. Like, we just really understand each other. That's how I feel. Okay, next question. question. When was the last time you surprised yourself? Myself? Yeah. Oh, I know. I passed my last CPA exam, and I was like, oh, my gosh, how did I even – passed this exam, like, I didn't, okay, I'm the worst studier ever, I procrastinate so bad, there's four CPA exams, for those of you who don't know already, because I've already, like, complained about them endlessly, but there's four, and the last one, like, it was just such a monster, and I failed it the first time, and then I passed it the second time, but, like, I was, like, how did I pass, I didn't pass, like, by, like, a point, or a few points, or something, I passed by, six points Woo! so that was pretty good and it's like a path is a path. I don't care like I'm not trying to be Asian and get an A I'm just trying to get above a 75 <laughs> but that was when I surprised myself and I did it and I'm done with them forever I'm proud of you that was a great accomplishment I'm by you agree a milestone okay. okay my surprise of myself is that I finally went to get help for my depression. And I got, yes. I got <laughs> so loft And guys, let me just tell you, I'm going into my third month being on medication. and I am a new woman. I am doing activities. I'm going outside. I'm cooking food and not ordering out more than like three times a week. The apartment is clean. You know, things are great and I'm studying and doing good at my job well I was always doing good at my job and that's when I realized that I needed help was when I really felt like I was starting to not do good at my job and I was like this is unacceptable because I am giving people diagnoses of their like cancers and things like I cannot be messing around with that so I need to get help and I need to get help now so I'm really I surprised myself because I think I've was probably depressed for a really long time and just kind of like scraping by. So, yeah, look at us doing things, surprising We're ourselves. doing great. Okay, anyways, last question. This is a good one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Okay. Okay. Make it snappy. What can I help you with? What can you help me with? Yeah. Um, I don't really know like send me some of your stimmy because I didn't get one I'm just kidding I'll get one once I do my tax return I so feel like these are fine okay that's good that's a good answer because that means you're in a good place um oh I know how I can help you I'll send you some of Bobby's recipes for free from his oh yeah agreed yeah so I introduced my sister to Slave City or Bobby Parish. The second time we're shouting out Bobby Parrish on this podcast. We're did all... we already do it one time? Yeah, we did. Oh my gosh, yes. I actually like Bethany and my mom have been following him for a really long time and love him. and then yeah. I recently we saw his baby grow up. She's so cute. She's, she's, so, gross. Cute she's so cute and so smart. And she's very well behaved. Yeah, she's so smart. She's she so like washes the dishes and like how old is she? She's so small. Oh yeah, she's so teeny. Um, she's such a good girl. Yeah, she's so good. And uh, so like I recently started actually following him and like listening to his little uh, Instagram stories and like following his stuff because I'm like trying to be healthy and stuff so he's really good and I got his cookbook and it's called five ingredients cookbook or something and every recipe is only five ingredients and we all need that in our life so I will do a cookbook review in the next episode after I've cooked something (laughs) but we made his salmon patties last night and they were delicious they're keto and how you can help me um I don't know I I feel like I don't need that much help I feel like I've just been missing you a little bit because you've been really busy with tax season and with cashew. So I miss our hangouts, but I know that you're like having a lot on your plate. So I don't think you need to help me with anything. I'm just excited for the end of tax season to come so that we can return to our normal programming of me having phone calls with you more than once a week to record the podcast which isn't really like a, it's it is a hangout but it's not like a real hangout where we can like talk about yeah because like obviously we're not going to divulge all of our family yeah details, and we have like specific know? topics that we need to talk about for the episode so we're not like talking mm-hmm. about other stuff so yeah i don't need your help but i'm just excited for tax season to be over and for cashew to stop being a little baby mm-hmm. as well so that we can hang out so that's that's the pod yeah that's the pod See you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you want to chat between episodes, you can find us on the internet at abtofuhouse on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us at abtofuhouse at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voice message and be featured in the podcast. Just use the link in the show notes. Subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review and share us with your friends. It really helps us to reach more people and grow the community. Our podcast is produced by us and our super catchy theme song and beats are by Aji Sansu. Thanks for listening. See you on the internet.